Hello. And welcome to the Betsy Betsy Boss Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back. We are just coming off of Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And I think while we're on the topic of labor, maybe we should talk about how at this point we're 30 and everybody (laughs) (laughs) at this point we're one of us just turned 30 i oh, won't say who wow Ooh, i wonder hmm. but 50 50 cast your votes either one of us honestly you don't know our names so good luck voting you can either yes, vote for the loud or right obnoxious one or the quieter one with actual information mm, yeah well who knows which one is which on that oh girl i'm telling you oh. but yeah one of us just turned 30 and as 30 year olds we are learning that in the vein life of ain't labor, great. life ain't great. Everybody's having kids. Everybody's getting married. What is with the rush to the altar? Can I just say that? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't go chasing Please your stick bride. To the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. <laughs> all I gotta say. Get married on a lake for all I care. Ugh. God. But people are like rushing down the mm. aisle. All right. But what I gotta say. One saving grace as far as like, thank God if it wasn't going to work out with the past relationships we've been in. Yes. It really wouldn't have worked (laughs) out during this shit. Too true. Yeah. Like that would have brought all of that to the forefront. Don't know if it's better to be alone and questioning or breaking up and questioning. But I will say both of us probably would have been living with our significant others Very at this true. point if it had continued and it no <laughs> offense probably would have broken up at <laughs> no this offense. point <laughs> no offense none well, taken here's the bad side no <laughs> offense but no offense i would rather be broken up than have a child with that oh, person good god yes can you imagine we both know it would have oh. beautiful hair and terrible skin oh yes <laughs> oh my, my god specific well, yeah, double, 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 double toil and trouble. Ugh. Double, double boils and trouble. Like exactly. Oh God, yeah. it looks like a goddamn ganglion oh, cyst. Oh my God, of we're the getting devil. him on Accutane at age two. Oh, Accu like. two years old. He's not going to be an Accutane <laughs> yeah. when Accutane. he goes on it. For for children. For children. <laughs> like Tylenol for children. <laughs> At least there's no chance of them getting pregnant when they're that young. True. You know, because that's a big issue um, with Accutane. Well, true, yes. Well, yeah, I actually was thinking of going on Accutane back in the day, and you had to be on birth control and get tested every... Two forms of birth control. And mm-hmm, you oh. had to use, well, well, they probably knew to. that I was going to the Catholic school and all girls <laughs> Catholic school. And we're just like birth control. You know what it is. They'd probably take one look at me and be like, well, your face and body are the birth <laughs> control. Same here. They were like, all right, one more form. Yeah, honestly, we might not get rid of your acne because yeah. it's doing a great job of preventing unwanted pregnancies. Look, Good job. Mom and dad. Keep that up. But oh my gosh. Yeah, I think by now we would have... Well, we wouldn't have children, but I just uh, think that yeah. this is a wonderful time not to have children, okay? Ooh, because okay. it's okay. <laughs> it is back to school, and yeah. some kids are going back to school. Most aren't, as well, far as I know, right? And I think it would be even more difficult if you had, which we would have had, like, 
if we really had good god it would have been like two and under so it wouldn't have even been like actual school where it could be like all right go and look at your computer like you have to have an adult watching that child at at all all times times. yeah yeah Yeah, we would not have locked out yeah if the daycare or whatever is not open like well great here's timmy Ugh. little timmy little timmy yeah joining me on my conference call exactly you know, for the fifth time i can't count the number of people who have had children just scream out of the oh blue, my god yeah which is fine you know you can't blame people for it but god i've never been happier not to have children oh. in my life same my heart goes out to these poor working parents yeah oh, and they're doing like shift work basically yeah. one parent's gotta take like seven to three the other parents gotta take three to nine Ooh. i don't even know i don't know how they do it it's ridiculous i don't especially if you had multiple ages like it's one thing to have kind of that toddler infant toddler yes. versus like actual school age children like kindergarten up but if you have multiple, like, what do you do with that? Because you got to monitor one that's on the computer doing actual school and the other that's just, like, sticking their finger in outlets and, you Drawn know. Drawn on the walls yeah, and shitting like, everywhere. Yeah, beads and choking. I like, know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, thank God we aren't there. That's yeah, the thing. I, I mean, mean, as sad yeah. as we are about, you know, the state of things and you know, how where we stand when it comes to being in a 30-year-old crowd, thank God, we're not yeah, there. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the facts of our uh, lives, yeah, ladies and, and germs. I'll, I'll take them at this point, um, I guess, yeah. Yeah-ish, I don't know. Yeah. You know what's the worst is our office keeps threatening to send us back. <gasps> so we have a meeting coming up. Okay, I told you already, an unnamed uh company that i work for it's apparently (laughs) yes it it is just an you know ambiguous out there company company and co um apparently it's just gonna kind of be do what you want until the end of the year thank god but we have um it's a meeting this week that is apparently dealing with all types of topic in topics including (laughs) uh return to office or whatever rto yes and then two weeks later i think it's like the week of the 23rd or maybe a week later whatever it is we have a smaller meeting on multiple topics after our you know broader conversation it's just like what the fuck can someone just tell me yeah just give us a straight answer yeah that's what's going on here. They keep, like, alluding to us going back. I'm so nervous. It's so obnoxious. Ugh. I think Jersey's going back in, like, the really? middle of the month. That's not going to go well. I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't either. New thing in Jersey? July. I'm sorry, New too. New Jersey! It's not, like it's, it's not like it's one of the... Middle of nowhere flyover states. It's not one states. of the Dakotas. Like, uh-uh. no. Oh, heaven forbid. God, yeah, your life's like, bad enough. Why send you then to work in the middle oh of Oh, my God. But, yeah, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you had COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Ugh. One of these days, COVID-19 is going to cr- turn COVID-20, and she going to have a hell of a I, banger. Okay, I'm not going to lie. That bothered me a lot that it was not COVID-20. Apparently, Word. it was discovered before the 20s, so... Anyway, there you have it. Yeah, there you have the facts of life. <laughs> but yeah. Ugh, well, regardless, I hope we never go back. And 
Yeah. The only reason I'm trying to go back is because I have all these fucking protein shakes just rotting Ew, away. I mean, they're, su- they're supposed to be non-perishable for a number of months, but I mean, everybody has their limits, yeah. including Premier including, Protein. Yeah, and who Please the- sponsor us, by oh, the way. Oh, God. Take me there. You make delicious drinks, Premier Protein. Oh, my God. They're full of protein. Well, let's and cut to our full first flavor. sponsor for the episode. Yes. <laughs> if only. No, but I think I mentioned this uh, maybe a couple episodes back that apparently whenever we go back, they've cleared out all of our desks and... You just kind of show up and have a box that you Ugh. can sign up to pick up. Like a and box of ashes. Yeah, it's just like Angela's ashes. Like Exactly. <laughs> yeah, ashes of my past life. Yeah, same here, my man. My hopes and dreams, not really. Honestly? No, living my best life, honestly. Honestly, I don't know. I, I'm liking it. I know a lot of people aren't. I went home this last weekend for Labor Day, the Labor Day weekend, and... My dad kept saying, I just, I don't understand how this is just not healthy for, you know, the social interactions oh, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I was like, you don't get it. I love it. I'm living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> I see these people on these goddamn Zoom chats 24-7. Oh, that's too much. Yeah. And it's enough social interaction for me. I'm good. I agree. I, I agree. Know. I like our little meetings once a week. Ugh. to record the podcast don't even get me i live started. for those i do too i'm good with those that's it for me no, man i know it's felt like a long time with you know all the stuff going on but i live for it i live for it too yeah and anything outside of that outside of my zoom calls not about it no <laughs> i i'm good to stay like this uh, at least yeah. until the end of the year yeah no yeah no way Mm-mm. well speaking of wanting to escape your life we are talking today (laughs) submitted for the approval of the midnight society (laughs) (laughs) we've got a situation here which i had never heard of this before you brought it to my attention this is a crazy situation and i i want to start by talking about the movie that please do because i have not seen it i've snippets when looking into this but i do not know enough about it so so y'all this is spoilers for gone girl (laughs) um so please stop listening if you've never seen gone girl and you don't want spoilers Mm, because here comes a personal autobiography i'm gone girl oh i'm gone too (laughs) gone patrol over here oh my god goodbye but essentially what goes on in this movie is there's this young hot couple it's ben affleck and oh my god what that. is her name she is beautiful i don't know but i did see in one of the things i well spoiler here she looks very much like the subject in our she uh, sure does yep which was mentioned so i don't know her name i think it's rosamond cross or something like I that no i i might have butchered it but regardless you have this young couple they're just insanely hot the husband, Ben Affleck, is having an affair with Emily Ratajkowski, which, like, wrap your own head around that one. Ooh. And then the wife, for whatever reason, either she's jilted by Ben Affleck's affair, or she's just sick and tired of her life, or yeah. she's sick of looking at Emily Ratajkowski's I boobs. Mean, I'm sick of it, personally, yeah. because nobody should have boobs that nice that I aren't fake. I can relate to all three. Ugh. But she decides, hey... I am going to get the hell out of Dodge. I'm going to start a new life for myself. I'm going to disappear. And I'm going to make it look like a kidnapping. So Mm -hmm. in the same way that the wife in Gone Girl 
executed this plan. That was what police thought happened yeah. in this incredible case of Denise Hoskins. Yeah. And you can't blame them. So I guess we'll start off here. This is honestly i suggested this after listening to because i'm a big podcast fan even though we have our own podcast like always listening to other podcasts Takes one to know one yes yeah so i can always admire you know and appreciate another good podcast and this was a case i know i had heard about um but never really looked into because the last i heard of it was kind of what we'll get to where it was like oh this is all a setup this is all hoax type of thing it really wasn't. So this case really begins on March 23rd, 2015. My at- dad's birthday. Is it? That sure oh, is. Not Bless. too long after my half birthday. Hey. Ooh, I hate myself. Um, <laughs> so we have Aaron Quinn and Denise Huskins. Um, speaking of relationships, they were they were on the fast track here. They had just met seven months beforehand. Hot young couple. Mm-hmm. They moved in together. They were two physical therapists getting physical. You know how they get physical. <laughs> getting physical. 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 We want to get physical. Just like um, Olivia Newton. Yes. Um, so they were living in Vallejo, California. And again, so it's March 23rd, 2015, 3 o'clock a.m. They wake up to... A barrage of like this is my worst nightmare. I have I have horrifying night terrors and and very vivid dreams about stuff that I like freak out. (laughs) And like even this, I don't think I've ever kind of like put together in my like crazy dream mind. But um they woke up to guns facing them and a voice saying, Wake up, this is a robbery, we're not here to hurt you. They had red laser beams pointed at them, bright lights, a guy in a wetsuit. Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it, it's, oh, it's not funny. Like, the whole wow. the whole crime is not funny, but he carries the whole aquatic theme throughout. He sure does, because <laughs> what does he whip out? Oh, what? A couple of... Mm. Did pairs he, of goggles did he go to toad hollow remember toad hollow <laughs> yeah what is that it was so i was on swim team for a little bit and it was a like swim store where you could go and get like yeah, speedos and yeah like and um the classic um what i want to say slip-ons like adidas or speedo slip-ons that had the most uncomfortable little prickly like um insoles or whatever no it was like the slides like you know the slides where it was just like oh, a band totally and the bottom was like this it's almost like a brush yeah it was like astroturf I mean? yes well not the astroturf but it wasn't ones. it was like there were, were the astroturf ones, ridges but there were ones that it was like almost these little just like like prickle i don't even know yeah, what to describe them. they were like hair like projections yeah. they were um like cilia yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, You're like uh, Nemo was swimming through on totally um, anemone. Very so, uncomfortable. Yeah. Regardless, <laughs> the guy must have stopped there before yes. he decided to infiltrate the house of Mr. Aaron Quinn because he had all the swim equipment. Oh, yes, he did. He he thought he was snorkeling, but he sure did. Lo but... and behold, uh, he had some blackout goggles, which pretty much this is like worst nightmare scenario. So he pretty much um, told Denise, told them both to turn over. And 
He threw these bindings at the end of the bed and told Denise that she needed to tie Aaron up, tie his hands and his feet behind himself. And more creepy, this attacker was kind of like caring and courteous. Like, you're doing a good job. Yeah, it was encouraging her. Yeah. Like, you've done a great job. Like, Are you comfortable? Are you okay? Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. And how about the music? Okay, this gets creepy. Yeah, so pretty much she tied him up. They, uh, The attackers, and this is something I want to get back to, too, attack, plural versus singular. Attacker mm-hmm. versus attackers. We versus me. Yes. Uh, we go, we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and put them in the closet. But also put these blacked out swim goggles on them. <laughs> you know, who needs who needs eye masks when you have blacked out swim goggles? Too true. Yeah. But then put on these headphones playing this soothing music. Creepy. But what else did it play? It. So the soothing music <laughs> cut out in no time. <laughs> yeah. And it was followed by instructions on what to do it said you know we're robbing you whatever and here are the instructions that you need to follow yeah and you know follow these or something bad's gonna happen i think they threatened to cut denise's face these these threats were kind of weird and i don't even know what to make of them so it was pretty much um and this i wonder because it wasn't super specific in the things i saw whether both of them heard the same thing at the same time mm-hmm. or if it was just the headphones that Aaron was wearing that Yeah, said, it almost seemed like they were individualized. Yeah, that's what I Okay, that's and, like, what I he was given the that's instructions. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, and she was sort of taken. Yeah. So, at least what I saw about those was that um the voice said that Denise would be shocked with a stun gun right. and her face would be cut if Aaron, I guess, resisted or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. And and also to mention during this whole thing, they both this I don't even know. This is just so weird. They both were drugged with um cough syrup that mixed with something else. Yeah, right? some other heavy sedative. So you have codeine, you know, the kind of cough syrup whatever and then some other sedative mixed in that so and what was so funny is i guess the kidnappers had like a blood pressure monitor on hand because they monitored (laughs) their blood pressure i presume to make sure that it was you know getting lower and lower to see that the sedative was working but what the fuck like this is a whole triage up in here but anyway this whole horrifying thing happens and you know i guess at some point in the instructions the kidnappers say, listen, we're going to kidnap Denise. Right. And, you know, we want this ransom money. Oh, I'm sorry. For I'm, her. I, I'm sorry. Is this JonBenet or what's going it, on It's here? ringing true for JonBenet yeah. all over the place because right. what was the amount they asked for? Okay. So this, and tell me what you kind of saw. So mm-hmm. I saw in one of the um, documentaries I watched that it was two payments of 2800 hilarious i saw in another it was just one like one total sum of 2800 yeah so i saw um later down the road not on this occasion but later down the road correspondence that went to um like one of the reporters researchers oh yeah 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 yep 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 you know trying to work up the chronicle exactly (laughs) um they asked for 17 grand 
which is still mm. low as the dickens well, when it right. comes to a kidnapping. Well, but that, I mean, spoiler alert here, we see later on, it's like, mm, again, kind of John Ram- Ramsey-esque, like, they knew what the victims could get their hands on quickly. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which feels <laughs> a little bit like it's them. Right. Oh, 100%. I mean, good God, and today's day and age like who was doing anything like this for twenty eight hundred dollars seventeen hundred dollars or whatever that like that is not anything to kidnap and potentially go to jail for exactly yeah it's just not happening so what happens but aaron quinn kind of rolls out of his drug-induced oh slumber, uh, presumably, because... Does he roll into a saw? Like, it's literally <laughs> like, you have 10 hours. Like. Exactly. <laughs> it so is. It's yeah. such a saw, like, do you want to play a game? Right. Uh, but in any event, he reports the kidnapping to the Vallejo police, who get ready to blunder, because these oh. people... Oh my gosh! Valeno, they made some, Valeno, Valeno. They made some major mistakes, mm-hmm. and you guys ain't gonna want to get your cases researched by the Vallejo cops. No mm-hmm. offense, um, but he reports to the Vallejo police at almost two p.m. the next day. Now, yeah. this happens at three in the morning. Two p.m. Well, okay. I don't know if you had the, these details, but this, like, this is why I'm saying it's very much saw esque. It is just like mind games galore. So. Yep. He wakes up out of this stupor, and again, this is just like... Beyond creepy. It's it's just not believable. Um, he wakes up, he's got red tape in a square around him on the floor, and he's got a camera... like Pointed a, at him. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, pretty much he was told, um, I don't know how this was communicated, but if he were to go outside of the red tape, obviously there's no phone within the red tape... Um, Denise would be hurt. His family would be killed. Like all of these, all these threats. threats. Yeah. yeah. And so, a he's coming out of this like drug induced stupor. B he's awakening to like these like who can even wrap their mind around this kind of situation? Yeah, and even so. start to remember what happened to you last right. night, early morning. You're just, I mean, zonked out. This is like a yeah. hangover you never felt before, people. Well, and and you wake up to that, and once you finally realize it's the reality, like, what do you do? What do you do? Do you listen to the kidnappers? Right. Do you, do you um, risk, you know, harming your girlfriend? Do you, like... Or do you... You know, decide fuck the terrorists right. and fuck bail. Fuck the police. That's how we. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron decided it was worth it to contact the police and to risk Denise's life. Right. And luckily, he made the right choice. But I don't know if he made the right choice in terms of the department that he called because mm. Vallejo was ugh, mm. a Valono. Yeah. But anyway, um, pretty much at this point, so he had called the police. Given you kind of what's going on with Denise in the meantime, um, she was stuffed into a trunk. And again, this goes to kind of the question about how many intruders were there. It's kind of uh, varying descriptions of somebody was in the house with Aaron. Somebody else was bringing her to the car, stuffing her in the trunk, um, and then driving her pretty much 150 miles away. She was drugged, blindfolded put into the back of a trunk of a car and driven to South Lake Tahoe, which was pretty much 
pretty close to the Nevada border at that point. Like yeah, she, so pretty far from the original kidnapping right. site. Yep. And apparently she was sexually, or she claims she was sexually assaulted twice Yeah. Um, on that following day. And I have a detail about that that is even more so disturbing. Like Ooh. this individual pretty much said to her, like, and this is actually really smart. I've seen a lot of situations like this where if you're abducted and especially if you're taken to a second location, um, the way to kind of increase your odds of surviving a, a situation like this is to humanize yourself. Yes. And connect, become their friend. Yeah. Connect with your attacker, um, abductor, whatever, and just kind of um, bond almost the Stockholm Syndrome situation. Totally. But he pretty much, during this time after he had taken her to this location, he said he admired her, admired her strength, acknowledged that she and Aaron were good people and didn't deserve this. And like you said, he raped her, but then um, he recorded it, looked back at it and said, oh, wait, it doesn't, I don't like how it looks recorded, so I'm going to do it again. Um, and he pretty much said he told her his gang was making him do this and they planned to use this video against her if she ever went to the police. What? Like, this makes no sense. So random. Yeah. I mean, and if this really happens, you got to be thinking these people are a bunch of bumbling idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's so unbelievable, the story that you could see how the police ended up thinking what they thought. Yeah. Like, who would believe that a group of kidnappers would act in this way? And this is just the tip of the iceberg, people. So strap in. Yeah. Um, But at this point, the police start to really heavily suspect that Aaron killed Denise and is trying to cover it up. Makes total sense. The husband Makes total always... sense. Okay, I, I have to say, I know we talked about this like two episodes back of all the it's never a mannequin, check the life insurance policy, all that stuff, but usually the husband and or partner, you know, mm-hmm. your your kind of intimate relationship is the one that did it. So makes total sense that they targeted him and kind of zoomed in on him a hundred percent especially when these weird details came to light like who is gonna believe that they had a camera on him yeah you know put weird goggles on him that were blacked out and earphones (laughs) with fucked up music come on y'all right come on Uh, yeah well the funny funny fact actually funny sidebar is my mom realized Without me even saying that, you can tape a square, like, with painter's tape on the ground for a cat, and it's, like, <laughs> how they love boxes. Like, if I fit, if I fits, or, yeah, if I fits, I sits, or if <laughs> I sits, I fits, whatever it is. Um, and my mom figured that, that out and taped literally on the floor painter's tape, like a little box, and the cat sat in it. And Aww. it's like, oh, I'm sorry. So that's what you're doing for yourself? Like, right. like painting yourself a little or taping yourself a little box there that somebody's going to watch on webcam? Okay. Yeah, sounds likely. Mm-hmm. But ugh, anyway, the next day on March 24th, that's when this email comes in to the reporter at like a local mm-hmm. newspaper, SF you know, Chronicle. around noon. And it just says, you know, the kidnapping victim is going to get dropped off right. the next day. Okay. So it's just, it's going from weird to weirder here. Like what's going on? Yeah. Well, the only thing I, I wanted to say along with that, um, email was they attached a recording from Denise. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And it stated, at least the portion they released was my name is Denise Huskins and I'm kidnapped. Otherwise I'm fine. And the weirdest part was her voice during this recording 
is as calm as we yeah, are. Yeah, very monotone. In fact, it's calmer than we are. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, we're I mean, hyped. Good God. All right. We're excited yeah, to talk about some yeah, crazy murder I'm not murder drugged, stuff. but I might as well be. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So she gets released and, you know, oh, so she has this monotone voice in right. the clip that's released by the kidnapper. And, you know, then she's released. She's totally right. released. Denise is released, people. But where is she released? Like, this is what's... In, again like this adds to like mm, this is not believable no she's released in huntington beach yeah. california 400 miles away from where she was kidnapped so far near her mother's home by the yeah, way her hometown she's mm-hmm. literally like down the block from her mom's home right it's feeling a little bit like she just went home mm-hmm. gone girl wanted a vacation she like. wanted a little break from yeah. her physical therapist husband things were right. getting too physical yeah let's get physical let's get me physically out of here mm-hmm. um so essentially what goes on is the police gets news that you know she's been released everything's cool and they're like, you know what? We're pissed because we just wasted all these resources to right. try and find this broad who was presumably kidnapped. And it turns out her ass just needed a vacation with mama. Right. And well, no, but I think what's more so um, relevant to get into is that they thought that Aaron was using this as a cover up for the fact that he killed her. Mm-hmm. So they were, you know, searching so they were really going water, down. you know, like lakes and all this stuff. Like they were looking everywhere, presuming that she was dead and buried. Exactly. So yeah, yeah that elevated it to an even more serious level where all of the police resources were allocated to this one missing person who wasn't even missing at all. Right. So they were furious and they get on TV at a press conference, which was it on TV? Yes, they yep. did. <laughs> yeah, March twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. Yeah, there's this press conference saying, "Listen, this whole kidnapping was a hoax. Right. It was a cruel, sick joke." Aaron and Denise just plundered these valuable resources, police resources from the community, and frankly, they need to apologize. Right. This is ridiculous. Well, and I think one thing, again, like we were talking about with kind of their affect or whatever, specifically Denise's kind of like how she reacted to things. Um, So she was dropped off not far from her mother's um, house in her hometown. And she apparently like was dropped off, went up and saw a gardener and asked to borrow his cell phone. Um, And she seemed very calm, wasn't freaking out, not crying. Um, just kind of called the police and was like, yes, I'm here, you know, like wasn't losing her mind. But at the same time, seeing her description after the fact, she was saying, look, I, I was still kind of coming off of being sedated. I was still in shock. Like, I don't know. It's such a crazy case. And I can totally see how any outsider could be like, there's no way this. Yeah, this is not real. But looking back on it, like, I don't know, it it does make sense that you're just like, I just survived this crazy situation. Like, of course, I was acting strange. And I'm still kind of drugged a little bit. Like, of course. Yeah, exactly. So essentially, the next couple days are what look to be Denise and Aaron trying to prove themselves and to prove that this kidnapping really happened. So at, you know, 2 p.m. on March 26th, somebody sends an email to the local newspaper reporter, and it is an entire manifesto 
talking about the kidnapping. It's going right. through every detail of the kidnapping, talking about oh, how it absolutely happened. <laughs> you know, it talks about the group that did the kidnapping. And, you know, we're a small group who we a specialize small in... small foreign faction, A small foreign faction. <laughs> yeah, if we want to go back to Jean Benet. Um, but basically, you know, they try and sort of throw some red herrings in there yeah. about, like, moving cars across borders or something, other crimes that they've presumably committed whatever but basically the whole purpose of this letter is to prove that the kidnapping really did happen right which why why would the kidnapper have an interest in proving the victim's sanity i know more than proving more than anything else well and in this day and age because we have seen time and time again probably before the 90s tons of killers who are just like oh i want i want the fame i want the you know the accolade for like no it wasn't really x that committed it it was me that you know killed whoever but in today's day and age like how do you do that while still remaining anonymous like i'm just gonna tell you btk asked the um police officers back in the day he's like if i send you a floppy disk will you be able to track it and they were like no we don't know where it came from and then he sent it to them and that's how they were able to track him so so, stupid like obviously we've learned from the btk days and people know that it's very hard to remain anonymous and send these types of emails or whatever yes so true so in other words this person has sacrificed their anonymity or sacrificed their um shot at anonymity right to prove that denise it. huskins is not lying and right. was truly kidnapped right which why the hell would a kidnapper do that if it was a true kidnapper right seems like it's them in disguise trying to pretend they got kidnapped but it's also like if you can't easily tie it back to them i don't know that adds adds a different like I don't know, questionable layer there, you know? Like, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, in today's day and age, like, you should be easily able to, like, tie it back to, like, oh, they clearly sent it from the local library or whatever. Like, right. I don't know. So, what's funny is over the next few days, you know, the 28th, the 30th, the 31st, these emails come in to Lieutenant Kenny Park, who's the person who made the original press conference statement saying these people should be ashamed of themselves. Right. They've wasted our resources. They've wasted all your time. This is embarrassing. It was a fake kidnapping. All these letters come in from this same anonymous source mm-hmm. saying, listen, the kidnapping was real. Okay. And y'all need to apologize. <laughs> It's so dumb and so weird. Oh, get a life, buddy. It honestly just feels like it's adding fuel to the VPD's fire of saying, there's no way this fucking happened. Right. And this is embarrassing at this point. Yeah. So, you know, they kind of come in, they go unanswered, these different emails, and a couple of months go by. Yes. So now we're finally to June 2015, and we have a home invasion um, on at 3.34 a.m. again, June 5th, 2015, on North Terracina Drive. And we have the leftover. This is where some uh, kidnappers, intruders are getting a little sloppy. We have a cell phone <laughs> le- left behind. We sure do. Yes. And so the Alameda County Sheriff's detectives get an arrest warrant 
and search warrants. They start to put pieces together. They find out that the kidnappers in this home invasion Mm -hmm. used some things that you guys might find familiar. Blacked out goggles. Oh, I believe the same soothing music that oh, was you don't say. used it in sounds very the elevator ass and a wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> so we were oh, not diving with Shamu God. tonight. But yeah, so shit starts coming together and not in the way that the detectives thought mm-hmm. that it would. Okay. Yeah. Um, so eventually on June 8th, they take this guy, Matt Muller, into custody without incident at the South Lake Tahoe huh. home. Even that location sounds familiar. Right? Sounds a little <laughs> familiar. So finally, on June 23rd, the FBI get this notification from the Vallejo Police Department that, hey, Alameda down there and the, the sheriff's detectives are kind of looking at a crime that looks real similar to that Vallejo kidnapping <laughs> hey, you guys saw. have you guys heard about an aquatic kidnapping and Have you invasion? heard of Scuba Steve? <laughs> because Scuba Sam, his yeah, father, Scuba Steve. is back for another kidnapping. <laughs> Coral Carl. Coral Carl. (laughs) So finally we have a meeting of the minds, I guess, on June 25th. With Matt Mueller. With Matt Mueller. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, the FBI special agents have a little meeting with the Dublin folks, the police people over there, and the investigators of the Alameda County Sheriff's Department at the Dublin Police Services Station. And they're like, hey. Let's talk about these hey. similarities. Let's get hey, this shit on the Where'd you get table. all these goggles? Let's play First a little question. match game, okay? You got any threes? Go fish. Yeah. Right. Oh, you got any goggles? <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> I fished my wish mm-hmm. on the goggles, and I fished my wish I on the I know you're wetsuit. a water boy. Exactly. <laughs> the 13th year style, growing fins over there. Right? Finally, on June 29th, they arrest Matt Mueller yes. for the Vallejo kidnapping in connection with this new home invasion which is insane insane y'all it really happened uh, yeah I, I and it's hard because i i thought about this after looking into this case it's like i can a hundred percent see where a rational person police officers would be like Ugh, come on they're trying to play a game and they're doing it poorly like this is all fabricated but I don't know, especially after this case and just looking at today's day and age, like how crazy things can be out there. Yup. It just like, to me, this case is a perfect example of how you have to take everything at like factual level Mm -hmm. before you can disprove it and just look into it. Even just to cover your own ass. Like, right. Honestly. Like, just look into it for the sake yeah, of looking like, into it. As don't stupid dismiss as it, it sounds. Yeah, don't dismiss it, like, right away. Right. And I hate to say it, but, you know, even back when um, Denise was first supposedly kidnapped and, you know, everything kind of went south, I don't think there was any real motive. I mean, they were talking about motives no. for... Um, was his name Aaron to kill her but once they realized that no murder had been done there were no real motives for them to fake her disappearance just for fun no no and we'll get maybe to motives as we kind of we're digging into Matt Mueller here but um apparently this was kind of a test run 
or a trial run mm-hmm. um, or one of his trial runs to get to perfecting this craft and being able to um, kidnap and hold other individuals for ransom for greater amounts of money. Which and is so- hilarious. Like, who does this at a professional uh, level where they say, hey, listen, idiot. I'm a kidnapping apprentice right now. I'm working right. my way up to the internship. You don't say. Donald Trump, new TV series. The we got Donald, The Apprentice. The Apprentice of Kidnapping. <laughs> so anyway, it's just, it's funny how this unraveled. Yeah. But basically what was funny is that the poor Vallejo Police Department was forced to basically yeah. eat their hat on July 13th. Eat their hat. <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh, before. it's an old school. Exp- I don't even know oh, if it works I was that way. Say eat crow or whatever. But yeah, eat they had hat. to eat crow. Yeah. Honestly, that's a better one. <laughs> um, but the FBI announced in this new press release that hey, this guy Matt Mueller got charged um, last month in connection with this Vallejo kidnapping. Turns out the kidnapping was real. Denise Huskins and Aaron Quinn aren't liars. Right. They decided to hold their own press conference with their attorneys and the attorneys get up there and they say listen the vpd the vallejo police department owes these guys a big apology Mm, and how big how about 2.5 million dollars in apology yeah baby yep that is a (laughs) expensive apology i would like to get that sometime please yeah i mean i don't know if i'd want to go through this like no, this is I, a lot. I would never be able to sleep again. I already have a little alarm over there on the window next to my bed. Like, <laughs> oh, God, it's my nightmare. But I wouldn't survive. No. But, I mean, happy ending, if you want to put it that way. They did end up getting married. Good for them. Bad for us. Ugh, another couple. <laughs> I know. Done and dusted. Oh, God. Join the club. Yeah, join the 27 club or 37 club. Um, but after that, they did end up suing the Vallejo, uh, PD and they ended up getting, uh, 2.5 million after this. Yeah. Which, sorry, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit. No, not at all. Um, but it was pretty much just looking back on the fact and, and proving the fact that the VPD did not take them seriously from day one. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that they broadcast it to yes. everybody, to mass media. I mean, who yeah. does that before an investigation has truly been completed? Yeah, that's like, just not okay. You're just going to go ahead and talk to the press? I don't think so. That Mm-mm. doesn't strike me as very professional. Not at all, no. I and mean, not to mention that you're now sitting on information that you could have used to track down the real culprit matt mueller yes yeah um so pretty much he ended up getting 40 years um he was up for life but uh he pled guilty to one count of kidnapping and this was in exchange for um the 40 years as opposed to life well it's crazy i mean just the different aspects of this case so you know poor Denise Huskins was shackled to a bicycle lock, you know, uh, to a bed in South Lake Tahoe getting raped while the police were getting leads that they totally ignored. And one of these leads was a missed phone call placed from an unrecognized number to Aaron Quinn. Star six, nine, star six, seven, whatever the fuck. Exactly. (laughs) And so Aaron Quinn, instead of, you know, getting this phone call, using the phone call as evidence, Aaron Quinn was getting grilled by the police because they thought he did it. Sure. And, but you know, when they finally got around to it, the investigators traced these calls to a prepaid phone that was purchased from, you know, a Target Classic, in Pleasant Hill. Classic, burner phone. Typical burner phone. 
And they viewed all of these surveillance images of a mm, guy. This was so good. This was linchpin stuff. Linchpin stuff. Ugh. Matt Mueller buying the phone. The investigators the dumb dopey the calls. thing. Come on. Yep. They traced all these calls that were received by um, Aaron's phone to a location in South Lake Tahoe. You got it. Mm. Just like super close spitting distance from where Denise was being held. Right. So like. Come on. Yeah, yeah. And let's just give you a little bit of info on our buddy Matt Mueller. Let's hear it, man. Yeah, so he was oh, a Harvard Law School graduate. Um, and he was practicing up until, so again, this crime happened in 2015. And he was practicing up until 2012. And it just seemed like his life, I guess, went off the rails. Like, how do you, he had a big techie background, which mm-hmm. makes sense with all of the cameras and emails and you know yeah all these like non-traceable things but yeah it's pretty incredible that somebody like this would just i don't know like it just is crazy i not gonna lie i could see some crazy nuts from our law school class kind of oh completely wouldn't shock me would not be surprising (laughs) in the least yeah yeah but still just like it still would be surprising like who does this Right. And, like, you're not creating the perfect crime. Like, you're not going to get away with it. And just, I don't know. I It just, it's crazy to me. Yeah. It's completely nuts. Well, it's just crazy that, like, <laughs> the culprit had to commit another break-in in order to be caught. Yeah. I mean, only a couple months later. And he had to be really sloppy about it to right. get caught. He had to leave a full cell phone behind. Yeah. Like, I doubt that he ever would have been caught if it hadn't been for this. Yeah. Well, and, because, yeah, they already had this kind of bias that, like, oh, come on. This is not real. Right. And, frankly, I mean, once they traced the number back and found Matt Mueller, they basically found a huge mountain of evidence in this Mare Island Dumb. kidnapping, like in the <laughs> South Lake Tahoe house where he was holding yeah. Denise in the first place. Yeah. Like it, the evidence was all there to be had. It just they didn't tap into it because no. they thought it was a lie. And granted, I mean, like you said, this is such a tall tale. I probably would have thought the same thing. Like I, You yeah, have got yeah. to be kidding me. But. Had they looked into it just a little bit, they'd be $2 million richer. Yeah, seriously. Like, I think like you're saying, they found some goggles there with blonde hair similar to Denise's, like still in the, um, you know, caught in that. And it just like so many things. Oh, I think in the GPS system, they still yep. had the address where Denise was dropped off close to her mom's house. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't. I'm glad they did get sloppy, but I am kind of surprised that... It took that. Well, I'm just surprised that they got sloppy so quickly. I don't know. That's... You see a lot of killers just going, you know, looking at Ted Bundy. I know we mentioned kind of that series way earlier on. And it took him many, many murders before he got as sloppy as he did. And there's not murders here. Like... And to get so sloppy, being a lawyer, I don't know. This guy has something wrong with him. Like, he's a lawyer, like, I don't know. And he also, I mean, he definitely had a history of mental illness. I think they did say something, you know, that he was in a relationship, maybe with, like, a fiancé at some point or something, and they broke it off after he had some kind of psychotic break in 2008 or something like that. So the guy clearly was struggling, but, like, 
man, I would just not want to be dealing with a lunatic on the loose. But oh my God. you can only hope that if somebody kidnaps you, they're an idiot and leave something stupid behind. Yeah, well, more so, I would hope, like what Denise did, that they would be such an idiot. They would, like, be moldable and be, like, what do I want to say? Kind of be um, susceptible to human... emotion or just being able to tug on those like so what do you do how do you feel and that like humanizing yourself but also the stockholm syndrome again like connecting with your your kidnapper and humanizing yourself but also creating that bond where they have to look at you as a person not just a like kidnapped object right and clearly that's what happened and worked to denise's you know advantage in this situation but I don't know. It's just, it's a crazy, crazy situation. And it's just, I'm glad that it finally did come out that as crazy as it sounds, like it was an actual thing that happened. Yeah. And it wasn't actually just another Gone Girl situation. Mm -mm. Somebody just trying to escape their dull life by kidnapping themselves. She was was their girl, not gone. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, she was there. All right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Betsy Boss Podcast. If you'd like to find us online, we're on Facebook at Betsy Boss Podcast, on Instagram at Betsy Boss Podcast, on Twitter at Betsy Boss Pod, and our email is Betsy Boss Podcast at gmail.com. Also, Betsy Boss is now on both iTunes and Spotify. If you like what you hear, please rate, subscribe, and comment. Thanks again for listening. 